Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is our Emmett Fox Friday show, uh, the new feature we're doing. Uh, we've got uh, two of these up, I think, already. This will be our th- actually, this will be our fourth by the time you hear this. Um, check out our show on Sunday as well. That's our normal show. It's a, about an hour long, so we go a little more in-depth. But these 20-minute shows are what we like to think of as little spiritual uh, vitamins to get you through the weekend, get you through the week. Whenever you want to listen to these, kind of give you a little pep talk. Emmett Fox, of course, a uh, new thought leader. Uh, back in the day, 20th century, uh, quite uh, popular. It's popular in the recovery movement and so on because this stuff is really, uh, really valuable, punchy, short, inspiring little messages. And that's what we get into uh, each Friday on this show. I am your host, Jason Politano, and I have Chris on the line, Chris Sheridan. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing terrific today. Awesome. And we are going to be talking about saluting the Christ in him. That is the title of... Uh, of Emmett Fox's little uh, little writings that he did here for today. And he did these as a series of weekly uh, weekly writings that they published, and he collected it into a book called Find and Use Your Inner Power, uh, which you can find online, uh, also known as Sparks of Truth. So if you want to you know, follow along in the book, you don't need to, but it's a great thing to, to get if you want. So Chris is going to start us out with a little something funny uh, to contextualize where we're going in our talk today. So Chris, take it away, sir. Okay, so uh, this, I believe, is of Hindu uh, origin, although I could be completely wrong, uh, and I have no source on this, um, but it goes something like this. So there's uh, a young monk, a disciple, who is studying uh, to become a holy man, and he has to go through initiations and learn different things. And one thing his master had him do one day was to take a message to a nearby village. And it was quite a walk and he had to do it alone and he was very scared and nervous about the animals and uh, dangers along the way. And his master told him, he goes, ah, well, what you need to do is have the God in you see the God in the animal or whatever you're afraid of and you'll be fine. As long as the God in you sees the God in the other, you'll be safe. Okay, so he goes along his way, walking along the, the path, and sees a snake. And he's like, oh my God, okay, you know, God in me sees the God in you, snake. And the snake let him pass, and he was fine. Then he came across a wild dog who was bark- barking and had him pinned. And he goes, okay, the God in me sees the God in you, dog. The God in me sees the God in you. And the dog calmed down and kept walking, and the young monk was on his way. Uh, Further down the path, an elephant is charging right at him. And the elephant's making all kinds of noise. He's all scared. The elephant driver is making hand motions. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. And he holds his ground. He goes, hey, the God in me sees the God in the elephant. The God in me sees the God in the elephant. The God in me. And the elephant comes by and smacks him off into a ditch on the side of the road and keeps on going. <laughs> and he's all beat up and battered. And he makes his way back to the monastery. He goes, I don't know what happened. I, I thought that the God in me saw the God in the snake and in the dog and everything was fine. But the God in me did not see the God in the elephant and the God in the elephant did not see the God in me. And the master says, ah, but you did not see the God in the elephant driver <laughs> telling you to get out of the way. <laughs> telling you to get the hell out of the road. <laughs> exactly. So That's great. That is a little, uh, little lesson with the a little lesson with the God with the God in here or the Christ in here. I love it. That's fantastic. Which has a bearing on today's topic. By absolutely, the way. absolutely. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start reading. Thank you for for sharing. That was a great story. Um, 
I'm going to start reading Saluting the Christ in Him, and then Chris will pick up uh, after I finish. So, We often hear the expression, saluting the Christ in Him, or seeing the Christ in Him, and we may well ask ourselves what that phrase really means. Well, it's simply the practical application of the rule of Jesus Christ. Judge not according to appearances, but judge righteous judgment. Each one of us has a divine self, which is spiritual and perfect, but which is never seen on this plane. That is the true man, God's man, and it and is what we, we call today the Christ within. It is the real you or the real he or she. Now, whenever you dwell upon or realize the presence of the Christ within, within yourself or within anyone else, outer appearances begin at once to improve, and both the amount of the improvement and the rate at which it takes place will depend on the number of times that the indwelling Christ is saluted or realized and the degree of realization attained. So this saluting of the Christ need only take a moment, and it never fails to benefit the individual concerned and the person who does it also. When someone seems to be behaving badly, or when you hear bad news concerning him, salute the Christ in him instead of accepting the appearance. When a given condition seems to be inharmonious, whether it be an organ of the body, a business arrangement, or anything else, see God working in it. Better still, golden key it, and this saluting of the Christ will heal it. If somebody displeases you, silently salute the Christ in him and say aloud whatever seems best. If someone says, well, John Smith is sick, salute the Christ in Smith and know that in reality he is spiritual and perfect and refuse to accept the negative statement. If someone says something against John Smith's character, salute the Christ in him, refuse to discuss the matter, and of course, do not repeat it. The oftener you salute the Christ in others, the sooner will you find it in yourself. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. So we're going to... in there. Yeah, there's a lot in there. I mean, we could probably talk all day on this, but we'll just hit some of the main points. Um, the first thing I want to I want to say is is Golden King, because that, we always need to focus on, on that if, if people are not familiar and haven't heard our other podcasts. First of all, check out our podcast specifically on the Golden Key and Emmett Fox's Golden Key. We talked for an hour on this. So if you want to know what Golden King is, that gives you a good idea. But basically, it's handing over a worry and, and, and more or less just putting your mind on on God, on divinity, on the, you know, the universal consciousness within universal mind, whatever you want to call it. And allowing that that um, that energy to take take the problem. You don't you don't ruminate on the problem. You sort of just focus on the solution, and that solution is that infinite source within. There they are. I I, I can't but comment on the dogs because I do love them so. Um. So that uh, that's a that's a that's a great concept. That's that's and that's a way that you can you know salute salute that 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 God within yourself and that God within. But the, the other thing I was going to say real quickly, and I'll hand it over to you, um, is I, I like. Uh, you know, we, we, a lot of us, you know, say namaste in this, you know, in, in the spiritual world. And really, that's all, all that is saying. Namaste means I salute the God within you. The God within me salutes the God within you. So as it was interesting how, you know, you t- your, your story, how you tied that in. I like that. But that, that namaste uh, is, is really that idea, you know, in, in, in India, that is a very common thing to salute the, you know, the universal spirit, the God spirit within that person. And really, and really mean it, you know. I mean, here we we, we kind of talk about these things. There, uh, you know, they tend to really mean it and embody it. So, 
not that they're more spiritual. I just think that, you know, Indians tend to be more more religious in general, and it's kind of all around you all the time. And we sort of have secularized our lives to the point where, you know, most of the time our spirituality takes place, you know, when we meditation or go to church or, you know, go to that unity meeting or whatever it is that we do, you know, go to recovery meetings, whatever, whatever it is. Right. So anyway, uh, thoughts, thoughts on this important parts you want to pull out and we can, we can look at. Yeah. Well, just in general, at first, the, uh, just the fact that it's using very specifically Christian um, language, you know, with the Christ in you, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Christ in the self, mm-hmm. um, that's, it runs, um, consistently through uh, a lot of new thought, um, late 1800s, early 20, you know, to mid 20th century. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, a lot of the things that we kind of take for granted now that we're exposed to, uh, Buddhism and Hindu, you know, all these different, uh, you know, great religions of the world uh, that are part of our daily lives in the West now, mm-hmm. they weren't that, you know, this was, True. you know, we, you know, it wasn't that uh, broad, I yeah. guess. And even if you didn't go to church or something, it was, it was just something in the, the common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as a, you know, just a, to set this up, you know, not to be, you know, put off from that. Cause you're like, uh, you know, what you said about namaste. I mean, it, it runs in a lot of, uh, traditions and mm-hmm. this is one it just specifically uses um that language and um so it could be familiar but um if it is off-putting for anybody uh, this is a really good opportunity to maybe reframe uh some of this language or these words mm-hmm. uh in a new context in a completely different way than maybe is the stereotype mainstream um, well, I, I, yeah, I think you make a good point. It's the, but you know that you're right. It's the stereotype mainstream because in reality, you know, Christianity itself recognizes the recognizes the idea of the Christ consciousness being something something universal. You know, in a lot of the language of the New Testament, particularly in Paul and John and so forth. You know, the Father and me, and I and the Father, and you're, you know, I am and you, and all these different ideas that you know that are actually there you know, in this sort of universal consciousness idea. Uh, but but you're right, it, it became really particularized and, you know, sometimes uh, certain certain branches of Christianity have kind of run with the idea that, well, this is the one and only way to understand God and to understand this divinity within ourselves. And if you don't believe these particular images or it doesn't connect with you, then, you know, you're doomed to hell. And I think that's kind of that's what people get you know a little, you know a little bit squeamish about they go oh, i'm not really interested in that kind of idea but this is not what he's talking about at all you know this is a very uh very universal type of a thing and you know whether you call it christ consciousness buddha consciousness krishna consciousness god consciousness you know universal mind it's the, the self it's with the capital self s with the capital as, s uh, carl Jung yeah. would, would yeah. Uh, point out that it's 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 your all ego of, self no. It's not the you that you kind of think that you are, maybe kind of believe that you are. It's the one that's beyond that, that's somehow deep inside. We know we have a higher nature, a better angel, a uh, deeper uh, connection with mm-hmm. the nature and the universe. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's really tuning in into that and that we all have that, even if we're not demonstrating it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, people have uh, um, unbelievable capacities to care and to love and to give uh, but a lot of times we don't always show that yeah <laughs> even though exactly. we have that capacity so it's 
kind of recognizing maybe what's not being um, displayed. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you're looking that for that. Still hidden, there. You're looking for that 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 hidden hidden kind of um, divinity within that other person, and that's really what he's talking about: is saluting the Christ and the other person, saluting the universe. Well, what if it's the worst the person? person? The worst person in your life, or in your family, or at your job, or yeah. history, yeah, yeah. or if you want to go nuts, um, or worst imaginable imaginary <laughs> figure. Type of figure. Yeah. Um, you still see the you know, salute the yeah. Christ, the God. Yeah. The spirit and them. I say, I say, why not? If if it's in there, if someone's evil, if they have a, a little bit of the wake the dang thing up, you know, there, why exactly. not put some energy there? They you need know, it. They're starving to death from it, and they're sure. making it miserable for everybody else. I want my worst enemy to have their inner divinity wake up and start ruling their life. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, they talk that, about. That they talk yeah. about that in Kabbalah and in uh, Gnosticism that that spark of the divine is within everyone and everything. It's just some people don't recognize it or they forget it or they haven't been awakened to it yet. And so maybe sometimes our own recognition of someone else's divinity within them can really, even if we don't say anything about it, it can have a profound effect on them. You know, you can see the way and, and you just try it out. I mean, honestly, honest to God, I mean, I've, I've tried this this technique before. It's like, you know, do it, you know, in situations, obviously, you know, watch out for yourself, take care of yourself. But sometimes, you know, you'll run into like, let's say you run into like a, an aggressive person on the street or something like that. And they're, you know, they're not even dangerous, but they seem kind of, you know, kind of wired up and keyed up and, you know, maybe they're panhandling or something. Oftentimes, if you come to this place in yourself where you're very confident and you, and you kind of really recognize that that person has that spark of divinity in them as well, and you, you, know, you come at them with that kind of energy, you can change the situation dynamically. You can do it at work. You can do it you know, at home with your significant other. You can do it with your kids and your family, whatever. You know? and, and it really does shift the, it shifts the situation you know, well, well beyond what you, you think it might, might do. And, you know, you have to practice it, right? You have to practice. You got to recognize it within yourself and come at people, you know, from the right space and not like you're being holier than thou. Like, like my, you know, my divinity within me recognizes the divinity with you, within you. So you should be under my command or, you know, it's nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's it a like humble, uh, it's a humble approach. Of saying, but it's not just a recognition. It's, it's an acceptance. It's a, yeah, it's a it's, meaningful acceptance. And, when he says, you know, to Golden Key, even if you don't go back and listen to the uh, hour-long podcast, it is a technique, and it's the person, say it's a person, um, that you're in conflict with, either if they're in the other room or even in the same room or just in your mind. Imagine a golden key. You can make it any kind of key you want, but it's golden and it's radiant. Coming in between you and the problem person, <laughs> or if it's a building where you work, or if it's an institution, or if it's a person in government office, or anything like that. Um, between you and that is this golden key, and that golden key is this superior divine energy that can unlock both, and for both parties, for everybody, mm -hmm. unlock the situation. But what it does, it takes one step removed from your own, what you're gonna, chaos you're gonna bring into that, well, I'm so angry because this injustice that yeah. this person did. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to meet somebody who did something mean with anger. Um, that's probably not going to help. That's a natural yeah. response. Yeah. And, yeah, and sure. you wouldn't be human if you didn't have 
you know, some urge to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's recognizing that and saying, oh, yeah, well, I'm really angry at this person. I'd yep. like to rip their ears off or something. Yeah. Um, you know, that may be true, but there's a golden key between me and ripping their ears off, even imaginary. And I trust this situation because obviously they can't control themselves and maybe I can't control them or change their behavior. So you're pulling in something beyond that. Uh, yeah, and that's you're, a, you're that's a great let point. off the hook for a moment. Mm-hmm. And in a way, so are they. Yeah. And then maybe the situation can, you know, help right itself in a calmer state, a more receptive state. Absolutely. Than an agitated one. That's a great point. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, it doesn't, obviously it doesn't mean that, you know, you allow yourself to be abused and doesn't mean you don't stand up for yourself or other people. And it doesn't mean that you don't protest things or, you know, say this is wrong or, you know, none of these things. But, but at the, but you're carrying in with you into any situation. Most of the time you can bring peace to a situation uh, with this recognition and saluting of that divinity within the other person. It just changes your dynamic and it changes the, you know, changes their dynamic most of the time. And if it, if it doesn't, well, you put it out there and you tried your best and move on and smile and say, Hey, have a great day and don't get flustered by what they're doing. Then, you know, you've, you've created more peace instead of, throwing gasoline on a fire right and most That's, importantly you've you've generated that peaceful state within yourself within yourself exactly and most because of that stuff, you do have leverage that you do sure, have sure, uh, if you develop the skills uh, you you have that power to regulate um your own because it's almost otherwise it's almost like saying well you know the evil in me sure recognizes the evil in you Look what well, they did. Yeah, exactly. You know, this evil then, company you sprayed everybody with chemicals and, you know, and then you're thinking evil thoughts. It's like, it's a, what's the difference? You know, you, you're, you already know how to do yeah. that. Why not just say, well, why not the good in me? Sure. That, that is upset because you did such a bad thing because I am such a good person. I have such good feelings. I, I want, you know, can that recognize maybe somewhere in you or this, you know, monolithic company or something that's, destroying the environment or wherever it's well, uh, sending that sending that energy out to to, the, to those individuals that are part of those things too is makes makes it makes a great difference because sometimes i think we get hung up too on these on these images of things like we think oh the government or oh this company or oh that thing or this thing and we forget that it's individuals it's individual human beings that make those things up that are you know that have that spark of divinity within them they have that christ in them each of them that, you know, that, that divine consciousness within them. And, you know, if we can meet them on a, on a more, uh, you know, spiritual level in some ways, even if we're trying to, you know, let's say impose what they're doing or not even oppose, but work, you know, work at some other purpose that might not necessarily benefit them and so on. You know, if you do it with the spirit of love, oftentimes things are much more readily accepted as well. You know, these, a lot of these people that kind of make an enemy of everyone while they're trying to be the, most righteous person on the block, they don't get very far, you know, but the people that, you know, like the Dalai Lama and, you know, Gandhi and some of these, some of these individuals who brought love to the situation, bring love to the situation in the case of the Dalai Lama, he's like, for example, when he's talking about the Chinese. It's like, he's still, yeah, he's frustrated that they don't have their country and yeah, he's frustrated and, you know, saddened by, by what happens to Tibet and so on, but he still tries to be compassionate towards the Chinese and tries to open up dialogue as much as he can. And, you know, it's it's after time that kind of stuff, you know, wears away a stone. That water kind of drips and wears away the stone. 
as opposed to like, you know, trying to like really meet force with force and things like that. You know, some of these principles of martial arts, I mean, even in martial arts, like people, you know, most people that are martial artists trained, we're going to talk about this in our next show, actually. Um, but most people that are trained in martial arts don't particularly want to fight. You know, yeah, you get those characters that, you know, take it too far and, you know, they just, they love the violence and all that. And, but that's not the spirit of martial arts. You know, the truth is, it's like, you know, you're, you're disciplining yourself so that, you know, just like in karate, kid, talk about you disciplining yourself so that you don't have to fight. So you can choose not to fight and still, you know, and still feel a sense of honor. But if something happens, you know, you still approach that situation, that the, the, the God in you meeting that God in that other person, even if there's a, even if there's a confrontation. And, and most of the time when that happens, then things come out in a, in, a, in a righteous way. And that's, that's the thing about it. You have to trust it. You have to trust, trust that it's going to unfold as it should carrying that, carrying that right intention and that, you know, and, and recognizing that God in that other person, not seeing them so much as an enemy, but as another part of yourself, even if you have to, you know, even if you have to engage that, that other person in some, some way, do it as harmoniously as and with a minimum amount of suffering for everyone involved and so on. And that, that's, that's really what this principle is, you know, when it's an action like that. But again, most of the time, it's not even going to come to that if you meet that person with respect and with the, that kind of divine consciousness that, you know, as a, as a meeting place. Right. Right. And um, I guess uh, taking this all the way back to the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, saluting the Christ in him, I almost didn't get until you know, the course of this discussion um, fully what it means by saluting it's recognizing, but like in a military sense, showing um, respect, aren't you, you salute your superior officer. Oh, that's great. Yeah, good point. You know, because uh, I was thinking salute, like, what is it, a toast? What are we? <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up, you know. Do I, have a do I have a champagne flute in my hand? What is this all about? Yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I think it's like, yeah, you, you know. Salute, yeah. Here's like to that. you. A respectful. You know, I salute you because, you know, sure. this, this, it's better, you know, why not? If, if I can't solve the world's problems, maybe I'm part of an energetic force that can and maybe yeah. i'd have got aligned with that instead of trying to do everything myself or yeah, take exactly. it on or just be frustrated with it or lash or you know whatever you, you want to do so yeah salute your well, and then salute it and then maybe we can allow you know maybe even our, our our willingness to do that with that other person you know creates a sort of psychic energy between the two of us that allows something higher to unfold than either of us might have come up with in solving the problem right if a problem, great point right Absolutely. yeah and that right. works with healings it works with yeah. conflicts with other people and at the end he says the oftener you salute the christ and others the sooner will you find it in yourself and that's ultimately where um might be a good place to start <laughs> so to yeah. end um yeah could be you know go look in the mirror and say i salute the christ in me yeah <laughs> yeah I salute the Christ in me. I salute the Christ in me. And maybe in doing so, some of that energy will unfold and you'll just know what to do in a situation that without really thinking too hard. Yeah, that you might, you, you'll get, you know? you'll get that kind of observation or not observation, but uh, what am I saying? Uh, intuition to move in the right direction. Uh, from, right. from that higher part of yourself thank you that's a great great way to put that a great ending on that all right we are 25 minutes into this thing roughly something something along those mm -hmm. lines so we are going to to cut it loose but thank you for uh 
for the joke and thank you for that very good uh, affirmation at the end. I appreciate that. Uh, join us for our shows each uh, each Friday, these Emmett Fox shows, and um, check out our, our Sunday shows as well. Um, we are at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you'd like to support us financially. Uh, you can check out uh, Chris at chrissherbin.com or I have some information at cosmiceye.org. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have a, a great week or whatever's going on in your life. Have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day. And goodbye and God bless. <laughs>